Tom, Tom, at last I have you where I want you. Did you really think you could beat me? Don't be so sure of yourself, old man. You haven't won yet. Admit it, Tom. You have nothing. How are you going to get out of this one? Read him and weep. Three kings. Ah, damn it. Thought I'd clean you out this time for sure. Wow, Mac. You get really scary when you think you're winning. Hey, listen. When you've lost as many games as I have over the centuries, winning becomes a super big deal. Much as I play, I still cannot see the honor in this game. Playing with cards, such is not the game of warriors. I challenge one of you to take me on at what chop what mach Korg, anyone can get lucky spitting out a bunch of numbers. Poker has a long and, yes, honorable history. See, it's not just about getting a good hand. It's all in how you play the game, how you read the other players. You know, back on Earth, they still hold huge tournaments for high stakes. People wear sunglasses so people won't be able to tell if they're bluffing or not. Sizing up your opponent, preying on whatever weakness you can spy. Yes, that sounds a bit more like a noble game. So you admit poker's a good game? Yes, it is just that all of you are terrible players. All right, that's it. Everybody out of my quarters before this gets ugly. Game's over, and I think Tom put himself over the top with that lucky win. Yeah, better go get some sleep. Delana called a staff meeting for 0800. I shall not sleep until I study more of the history of this warrior's game. You know, we also have a program on the holodeck that gives support to addicted gamblers. Good night, guys. What's up, Tom? The hour's a bit late for a rematch. Mac, I wanted to ask you something. I've been thinking a lot lately about some of Section 31's practices. Not a good idea, pal. Those are the thoughts that'll keep you up at night. Exactly. I've pretty much come to accept that in Section 31 we have to do some... questionable things to save the universe. And it's my job now, so I do what needs to be done. But when the lights go out, I start wondering... If we're really right to do what we do. Kid, you know I can't tell you what you want to hear. We've all got questions. Even now I'm haunted by some of the stuff I've done for one secret government agency or another. Thought I'd gotten away from that kind of life when I joined Starfleet. But I guess destiny has other plans for me. And like you said, it's our job now. Yeah, I'm almost afraid to say anything to anyone else. Cammy spoke up about her feelings regarding Section 31's ethics. Next thing I know, she's sent on a three-month away mission. <laughs> Don't sweat it, Tom. I'm sure you'll be fine. Just remember, we're still the good guys, right? <sighs> yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll finally convince myself of that tonight. Space, the final battleground. 
For many years, Starfleet had tried to maintain peace within the United Federation of Planets. But that alliance had become strained by numerous forces of opposition. The threat of Armageddon now lurks in every shadow. These are desperate times. We are the desperate measure. morning, everyone. Ah, Mac. Please have a seat. Everyone's here. I'm about to begin. I don't see Bishop. Didn't he get the memo? Bishop was sent on a reconnaissance mission late last night. A top priority covert op for Section 31. I get it. You're not gonna tell us what his mission is or where he was sent. Oh well. Are you at least going to tell us where we're being dispatched to? Excellent idea. Yesterday, Section 31 operatives intercepted a series of transmissions. It appears there's a plan to attack the Klingon High Council. What? Who dares to stoop so low? A cowardly attack, coming so close on the heels of the Dominion War. Korg, try to control yourself. I'm sure that's exactly why Section 31 is involved in this. Precisely, Tom. Korg, the Klingons have proven themselves worthy allies of Starfleet, but to inform Chancellor Martok of the situation would only provoke him to declare war or to seek to destroy those responsible. And, as you said, the Empire has not yet recovered enough to carry out a full-scale war, nor is it wise for them to spend valuable resources on a wild goose chase. That's why Section 31 is getting involved. We're going to take care of this our way. All right. What is the plan? First, let me finish telling you the extent of what our operatives overheard. Then, to answer the question of who, it's the Tal Shi'ar. Apparently this attack is meant to be carried out by using some new form of heavy matter cannon. These schematics for the weapon were also intercepted in the same transmission. Now this weapon's been mounted on a Tal Shiar cargo ship. A warship would attract undue attention. But a cargo ship would be given a lot more leeway, and could get close enough to do damage before anyone realized what was happening. Let me guess. You need good old Tom Backus to find a way to blow up the ship and make it look like an accident. I know, Tom. It seems you spend more time these days blowing up warp engines than repairing them. But you see how grave the situation is. I do. Where did the Tal Shiar get this matter cannon you mentioned? They bought it off some Ferengi traders. Where they got it from is unclear, but for right now that doesn't matter. We must move fast and we must stop this plan from unfolding. You and Korg will take a runabout to intercept the ship. It's in orbit around a mining planet in the Rimmer system where the trade took place. They're scheduled to depart in six hours after they complete mounting and testing the weapon. So time is of the essence. You'll leave as soon as this meeting is over. I could rig up something on the runabout's antimatter relays that would direct a stream of pure antimatter into the cannon's mouth. Once the antimatter comes into contact with some of the compressed matter in the cannon, it should cause a decent-sized explosion. Which will leave no traces of any weapons fire. You know, just your everyday accidental matter-antimatter catastrophe. Yes, that would do nicely, as long as it can be done with neither Starfleet nor Section 31 being implicated. Now, on to the next assignment. Judah, you and I will be spending some time together. 
We need to find a way to hack into the logs and sensor records of all the ships that got a look at the Nosferatu. This includes the Essex, the Ontario, the Titan, as well as Starfleet's records. We'll need to break the Starfleet encryption codes first. Hey, hey, maybe we could even alter the voice logs instead of deleting them. Sweet, a real science mission at last. <laughs> Good to see you're excited about your job, kid. So, what's on tap for me, then? Is it that recon deal we discussed the other... Mac, I want you to spend some hours in the holodeck brushing up on your ambojitsu. There's always a chance you might need it, given the dangerous missions we undertake, and you're probably out of practice. Training? Uh, I guess I could run through one of my training review programs. But, Delana, what happened to that mission we talked about? It's been scrapped, Mac. It's just too risky. That's all I can say right now. Okay, everyone, you have your assignments. Good luck, all. Dismissed. I've got other customers to attend to. I told you, I'm not an android. This is Borg armor. And no, that's not really my color. So get out of my store! And stop snooping around asking for people who don't exist. <laughs> A filthy caravan tent, posted over rotten poles, some store. Incoming visual signal. That's probably my contact. Try to get back to the shuttle. Expecting You've to. You've been feeding us misinformation. We had an agent all set up to intercept him, and he never showed. We acted on information that came from you. Information which proved to be a lie. She canceled the mission? Either that, or your information was never true to begin with. Look, I sent your boss the recording I made from the captain's ready room. I didn't make that up. I'm keeping my side of this deal. She sent me off before the staff meeting. That must be when she cancelled it. So then I wouldn't know what was being cancelled. I wonder if she knows something. It doesn't matter. We had the perfect opportunity to intercept the Novacron. All was prepared. Now we have to plan everything again. So the Regent sent you to see if I'm still playing ball. Doesn't he trust me? He did trust you. And you've let him down. Not a good idea for someone who wants to live. Listen up, Crimson. Either Delona figured something out, or this is just a big coincidence. I'll get to the bottom of it. You can ensure, Regent, that I haven't broken the deal. 
I'll pass that on to Master Regent. Whether he chooses to believe it is his decision. Fine with me. Uh, get lost. I've still got my contact to locate. I do have a cover to maintain, you know. Just watch it, Agent 5. And know that we are watching you. Ooh, I'm shaking with fear. Stop asking me that. Korg, it's not a question. It's the name of the band. The Who. They were musicians in the late 20th century on Earth. I wish you'd let me play some more of their music for you as we travel. The little you did play sounded like the cries of a wounded Mugato. Hey, I kept my tongue until the third act of that Klingon opera you made me watch on the holodeck. Besides, this band was one of the last great musical groups before popular music took over. Popular music? They called it pop for short. It was a new musical movement all about provocative lyrics and costumes, vocal gymnastics and fluttery voices, rather than real talent, real instruments and real music. It sounds more like mass hysteria than appreciation of music. According to most musical historians, you'd be right. From its inception in the early 20th century till it died off in 2112, People just kept buying pop music, and more and more artists just kept making it. I guess it was just a matter of time before people realized that no one was making real music anymore. The music history lesson will have to wait for another time. We are approaching the coordinates of the moon where the ship is located. Then I'd better check on this antimatter cannon I've rigged up. It should do the trick. The radiation from the mining planet should mask our presence from the cargo ship's sensors. All I have to do is fire the burst of antimatter as they come into position. Korg, I'll need you to monitor sensors and raise shields as soon as I give the word. I'm only going to have one shot, and I need to get the timing just right. Not to worry, my friend. I shall work with you to destroy this despicable enemy. You must know that my people will be forever in your debt. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just following orders. I just hope I can bring myself to destroy that ship when the moment comes. you have learned some focus. It would seem that even a monster from space can be trained not to move like a palsied wildebeest. Gee, thanks, little grandfather. I'm only doing what you taught me. I can only teach you what I know, which is, of course, everything. Though I am disappointed you have resorted to using such crude sticks as these, 
instead of the true weapon that is your body. I can understand if it is the wish of your emperor. She's the captain of our ship, grandfather, not my emperor. As long as you are well paid for your craft, as your ancestors before you, including the impotent white one, then she can call herself whatever she wishes. And yet, my student, you seem distracted. What is occupying your mind? <sighs> Master, do you trust me? <laughs> I would not have taught you the great source of all martial arts if I did not trust you. I would not allow my teachings to live in a vessel unfit for its contents. You are the final master of the greatest house of assassins that has ever been. Well, it seems that the captain may be doubting that very vessel. I was scheduled to go on a mission. I had the briefings and everything. But then, out of the blue, at the staff meeting in front of everyone, she just reassigns me to train in the holodeck. I just wonder... Maybe she doesn't trust me anymore. My grandson, when I first began to train you, you did not trust me either. Hey, you gotta admit, it was a little difficult under the circumstances. I watched you flinch as I demonstrated proper techniques. I grimaced as you attempted to learn to breathe correctly. But in time, you learned to see the gloriousness of my teachings. Yeah... But here it seems to be the reverse. It just seems that lately I've been feeling this... This feeling of distrust from the captain. I don't know how else to put it. It's like she knows something about me. Something even I don't know yet. Ah! The whims of the emperors blow like the four winds. Continue to ply your craft as a worthy master and receive the gold your government pays our village. Seek out several of her enemies and present their heads at the foot of her door, and she will remember your true worth. I assure you, that trust you seek shall return. Now, cease your talking and assume the tiger stance once again. Hi! Uh, four hours straight is enough for today, I think. Computer, end program. Remember, my grandson, you no sooner can stop being who you are than you can turn me off like a crude television. We are not bound by their rules. Okay, Korg, everything's set. At our next window of opportunity, I'll fire our little toy. The cargo ship should be in position in three minutes. Are you sure you can go through with this, Tom? I'm still getting butterflies in my stomach, thinking about any people who die when I cause that explosion. But... But think of the members of the Klingon High Council, allies of the Federation. Yes. You're right, Korg. This is my mission. I won't let you down. Not you, not the Federation. Not Delona. Now remember, assuming I do this right, shortly after I fire the antimatter beam into the cannon, we should see a powerful explosion. 
The shockwave will take us with it if we don't raise shields quickly enough. As soon as you detect the matter-antimatter reaction, cut the beam and I will raise the shields. So, how many people do you suppose are on board that ship? I am unable to say. Until we are right on top of them, it will be impossible to get any sensor readings on the ship. The radiation that is preventing them from detecting us is also preventing our sensors from analyzing their ship. They are coming in range. Target the mouth of their matter cannon. Tom, I know this is unpleasant, but if you cannot make yourself do this, then no, I- No, Korg, I'll do it. There's no time for a change in plans. The cargo ship is in full view now. Prepare to fire antimatter cannon. Fire on my mark. Three, two, one, now. Raise shields. Well done, Tom. On behalf of my people, I thank you. I know it was not easy for you. <sighs> Maybe this job gets easier as you go. I don't know. Back is to Nosferatu. Go ahead, Tom. We've completed our mission, Alex. We're heading back. Understood. The Captain and Judah are still at work in the science lab, but I'll inform her of your status. Nosferatu out. Computer. Set course back to the Nosferatu, the way we came. Warp 3. So, want to talk some more about old Earth music? Not right now, Tom. Is everything all right, Korg? Yes. I would just like a little silence for a bit. Okay. I can start putting together our report for the captain. I think I have all the data I need on this mission. Yes. You know all you need to know for now. Hey, Korg, over here. Sent the halls on Judah today. Apparently, his super hacker mission went off without a hitch. Yeah, every time we needed to decrypt a coded transmission, Lana had some sort of Section 31 override that did the trick. All I had to do was erase some records, edit some voice logs, piece of cake. That is good, Judah. I was really disappointed we didn't have more time. I was going to piece together some of Riker's sentences and make him say some really funny stuff. Hang on, Judah. Why the long face, Korg? Didn't you and Tom succeed in your mission? We did, Mac. Tom had some initial hesitations, but was able to perform his duties admirably. So what's the problem? Tom was preoccupied with getting the antimatter cannon aimed just right, so I monitored the sensors. The readings I got indicated that of the 200 life signs on board that cargo vessel, some 40 or 50 were women and children. Does Tom know? No. He was not watching the sensors, as I said. And I did not tell him. Don't. Tom is having enough difficulties with these assignments without that little tidbit to nag at him. Agreed. He seemed to finally be coming to terms with the rules of our organization and his role in it. 
This will remain between the three of us. And the captain, of course. You know, it won't be much longer before each one of us has some innocent blood on our hands. It just seems unavoidable. Not a pleasant thought. But you may be right, I fear. Hopefully it won't come to that. It just sounds to me like you guys are having a little attack of conscience. Happens to everyone. It'll pass. Tell you what. I'll be your conscience. Tell you what to do and what not to do. What do you say, Judah? I'll follow your every command, my lord. 